0: Are you ready for I'm ready for you. Let's talk. Hi everyone. I'm glad you're here. When I started this podcast as a personal project, besides sharing insights, it's also a personal journal. I wanted it to be a platform for me to express my thoughts and feelings and my journey in this life. So last week's episode, Life After 40, my friend Melody and I talked about midlife crisis or midlife transitions. And if you have already listened to it, We've talked about one of our biggest worries and fears, not just as 40-something individuals, but also as Filipino expatriates. Yun yung magkasakit yung mga mahal namin sa buhay. Lalo na yung mga parents namin, and also the thought of losing them. Lalo na sa panahon ngayon, COVID-19. Napakahirap. And you know what? Literally, two minutes. After a hangout session that night, I got a message from my sister that my dad and brother have been having a very high fever. And my mom, although without fever, she has flu-like symptoms. Kinabahan na ako, what if they are COVID positive? Currently, going back home is not an option for me. Kung makakauwi man, hindi din masyadong makakatulong ang pag-uwi ko. So ang question ko nun is, na, paano na anong gagawin ko? So today's episode is just a sharing from my perspective, bilang tao na malayo sa mga mahal sa buhay na may pinagdadaanan. I know a lot of OFWs, migrants, expats out there are feeling the worries and fears that I might be having right now there is no one right way of dealing with a real crisis. And no one can ever really be prepared for a crisis. Kaya nga siya tinawag na crisis kasi hindi tayo talaga prepared or hindi tayo pwedeng maging 100% prepared sa mga ganitong pangyayari. But how am I and my family are dealing with what is currently happening now? Yun yung gusto kong i-share habang nangyayari siya currently para sana makatulong. So ayun na nga, may mataas na lagnat daw sila the whole day. Um, malakas yung ulan nung week na yon at nabasa sila ng ulan, so naisip namin baka naman normal na lagnat lang. Lilipas lang din. The second day, mataas pa din yung lagnat ng dad ko, pero yun sa kuya ko bumaba na, so it's more of like a hope, no? na baka nga normal na lagnat lang yan, na medyo mas tumatagal lang yun sa dad ko. Walang lagnat si mom, Pero worried na siya. Sobra ng time na yun. Both my parents are senior citizens and my mom is 63, my dad is 72. So you know I'm always worried for them. My brother is turning 43 this year and I'm glad at his home kasi at least may kasama sila. Third day, mataas pa din yung lagnat ni dad. Lalo na kung sa gabi, tumataas siya lalo kapag gumagabi. Si kuya, wala ng lagnat. Siyempre, diba, yun ang iisipin natin kapag tumataas yung lagnat lalo sa gabi. Naisip namin, baka dengue. Pero, isang bagay na gusto kong ibahagi dito, lalo na sa panahon ngayon, please never guess. Hindi tayo eksperto. And kung katulad ko kayo na mahilig mag-google ng symptoms sa internet, although it helps us understand some things and identify certain symptoms, we have to know and we have to remind ourselves that hindi tayo doktor. Hindi tayo eksperto sa ganitong mga bagay. Sa panahon ngayon, time is essential. So we pushed for them na matest. Kasi kung mahirap tanggapin na COVID positive ang mga mahal natin sa buhay, Mas mahirap yung hindi sila mabigyan ng tamang tulong na kailangan nila dahil nang tayo. At mas mahirap yung delay, yung tulong na dapat na na tatanggap nila dahil umaasa tayo na wala silang COVID. So as soon as magkaroon na ng symptoms, we should not guess. We have to do something. So in short, early on the third day, nagpa-test na po sila. And ayun, bas na yung result, tatlo silang positive. I was at work nung na-confirm at na-receive ko yung balita. Nag-online teaching ako noon, and then may nag-pop in sa, sa phone, and then yun, nabasa ko nga, positive. I had to push back, the emotions back, kasi yun, that's what we teachers do. No? We wear our teacher's mask. Pagkatas ng klase, then I dealt with it. I asked for an afternoon off. So, habang drive ako ng motorbike, tears were streaming down my face because I was too overwhelmed with everything. Hindi lang isa, hindi lang dalawa, pero tatlo sila sabay-sabay nagka-COVID all at the same time. And it it was really very overwhelming. But one thing I learned, and I think um, if you've been listening to my previous podcasts is that I keep on respecting and tuning into myself it's very important that I respect my need to react at that moment kaya I ask for an afternoon off then, if I need to cry I cry I don't need to rationalize what I feel, I realize that all my pent up emotions kailangan mailabas ko muna yan eh. So, if you are receiving anything, any news from home or any news from anywhere that is affecting you terribly, um, keeping you from doing your work, um, just release it. Because the point is that, for me, I need to do that so that I could think clearly and think objectively. Importante na bigyan ko ng room yung sarili ko na maramdaman ko yung dapat kung maramdaman. And then after that, kailangan maging matapang para sa mga mahal natin sa buhay. Dahil sila matapang at matatag din. Pwede akong mag-express ng galit sa COVID, which is why I think I cried. Yung sobrang, ano ba yun? yung sobrang inis. Not about the people, but the whole global situation. Yun yung pag mong COVID is really real. I know that COVID is real because I've lost some of my relatives. But when it's getting closer, and now it's in your family, I thought about its massive effect sa buhay ng bawat tao. Kung hindi ka apektado ng COVID one way or another sa panahon ngayon, ewan ko na lang, nakaramdam ako ng galit, overwhelmed, lahat na. Pero hindi na ako naghanap ng masisisi dahil nangyari na there's nothing i can do to take it back but there's something i can do to help so ayon after nila ma-confirm na covid positive they went through an assessment and dahil unang-una tatlo sila sila lang naman sa bahay at sila lang naman sa compound namin they were advised to be home isolated Another reason is that puno na rin kasi yung facilities sa province namin and then hindi naman severe yung symptoms nila currently, kaya it was suggested by the health officer for them to be home quarantined. Point is, paano ba ako makakatulong kung nasa malayo ako? Once I've dealt with my emotions, kailangan maging objective. Alamin kung ano yung tunay ng mga pangyayari sa bahay, yung mga tao na na-contact nila, mga medicine na nainom, even before they tested positive, so that I know where I can start. So, kailangan alamin yung mga facts. Ano ba yung nagawa? Ano ba yung ginawa? Ano ba yung currently ginagawa? Para alam natin kung saan tayo magsisimula. Stay informed sa updates about covid then. Kasi ang daming fake news ngayon. Minsan yung mga senior parents natin nagaalala or nagpa-practice ng mga hindi naman nakakatulong. Yung mga additional worries ba nila brought about by social media? Yung mga nakikita nilang videos? um Madalas nakaka-apekto yan sa, sa mga worries din nila. So we can be an advocate of the real news for them. um To filter things for them. Ano ba yung Dapat i-verify, tulungan natin silang i-verify yung mga news um, na nare-receive nila kasi malaking tulong sa kanila yung mabawasan yung mga worries na, and fears na nararamdaman nila. Another big thing that help is to seek for professional help and follow their advice. Like what I said earlier, no matter what we think we know, we are not doctors. So, importante sa akin na, yun nga, magkaroon ng contact sa professional, sa doktor na pwedeng makatulong, sa health workers na pwedeng makatulong. You or your family can contact a doctor who can help monitor their daily situation or give an advice and prescribe the right medicine. Nagpapasalamat ako kasi may internet na tayo. We all have the technology to communicate with each other kahit gano pa kalayo. And so, yun, we can seek for professional help. Do not self-medicate. Just because it works sa ibang tao, hindi ibig sabihin mag-work din sa mga kasama natin sa bahay or sa pasyente. Kung walang doktor sa family, at least gather some emergency numbers kung sino yung pwedeng kontakin kung kailangan ng tulong. Merong mga numbers niyan um, sa mga barangay, may mga in-charge na ngayon, sa munisipyo, ask for referrals. May mga nurse or health workers na rin na ina-assign sa mga naka-home quarantine para i-follow up yung situation nila. So, kahit wala pang COVID positive, sana hindi magkaroon, pero mahalaga na alamin kahit walang may mga sakit sa bahay, kung ano ba yung mga steps na pwedeng gawin at ano ba yung mga numbers na pwedeng tawagan kung sakasakaling may nag sa inyo. Iba-iba kasi yata ng, I'm not sure, I'm not fully aware kung iba-iba yan ng steps, depende sa city, depende sa municipality. Pero ngayon, like I said, uh, due to technology, makakita na tayo ng mga official Facebook accounts, uh, may mga websites na, ang mga municipio we can contact them and we can try to get to know kung ano ba yung steps na pwedeng gawin sa sarili nating mga lugar. Gather all these numbers and send it to your family. Have it posted somewhere sa bahay, sa refrigerator, kung saan makikita ng lahat. Save the numbers in their phones na din para kung emergency, hindi na magahanap pa kung asaan. Mas madali nilang tawagan. Like I said, importante yung yung oras na walang nasasayang. Isang bagay din na nakatulong sa akin is when I ask for support, I, I reached out from the survivors of COVID. I have friends who had COVID and lived to tell the tale of their experiences and learnings. Napakahalaga para sa akin ang sharing nila kung ano yung ginawa nila para malabanan yung COVID, para sila makarecover, at ano yung mga symptoms na nagkaroon sila, uh, duration, all these details. Mahalaga na makinig, but at the same time, take caution. Consult with your family's doctor kung pwede bang i-apply sa family members natin sa bahay or sa mga patients. Kasi, like I said, hindi porket nag-work siya sa isang pasyente, e eh, maguwork naren she sa ibang pasyente so we can expand our knowledge about these things but at the same time for me it's very important na still consult the doctor or the health worker and have them have the last say kung ya approve nila kung may gusto kayong apply gusto yung pa ilumi ng, ng herbal tea um, Ask them to ask the doctor first, kung magaapply ba, kasi di natin alam kung may effect ba yan sa ibang gamot na iniinom nila. Kaya ayon, always consult with the doctor. Seek support from the survivors, but also consult the professionals. One thing that also helped is having a family group chat. Merong kaming family group chat even before the pandemic, but more than ever. Ngayong panahon ng pandemya, panahon ng COVID, it's really very helpful na magkaroon ng group chat. Kasi ito yung platform kung saan nagkukumustahan at hindi lang yun ng gagawin ang lahat. Lalo na kung marami sa pamilya yung hindi makakauwi. Kasi kahit naman yung ibang family members namin, um, like my sister, she's in another province, lockdown, quarantine, hindi rin makakauwi. So, importante na sink lahat pagdating sa information. One major rule is honesty. Magsabi kung may nararamdaman na sintomas para makahanap ng tulong. Hindi makakatulong kasi yung maging matiisin at itatago yung nararamdaman. Dahil sa COVID, kailangan maagapan ka agad kung ano ba yung mga bagong symptoms. Kailangan trace para malaman kung ano ba yung pwedeng magawa. Kung sino yung available bumili ng mga gamot, mamalengke, o mortar, at kung paano ba gagawin para maging safe yung lahat ng procedures na dapat pagdaanan, dito din dinidiscuss sa family group chat. Dito din pinapaalam sa lahat kung ano ba yung latest updates and necessary steps na sa doktor, mga advice ng health workers, at important din ito for Mia ah, sa family group chat para dun sa mga, like my mom, kasi COVID positive din siya, but at the same time, she's taking care of my dad and my brother para hindi rin paulit-ulit kasi nakakadrain din yun eh. Yung, um, we appreciate na maraming musta, maraming um, gustong makaalam kung kumusta na ba talaga sincerely, pero what I'm just trying to, to point out is that para dun sa, sa taong sumasagot na pasyente then minsan nakakapagod din yung paulit-ulit-ulit ng pagkukwento kung ano ba yung nangyayari so instead na paulit-ulit maganda yung, yun may group chat na lang, para isang isang kwentuhan na lang, and then lahat, kung kailang kayo available, dun yung mababasa it's very very convenient and if possible, kung gusto ng, ng doktor na na makasama dun sa group chat um, when it comes to updating about health, pwede din mag-ask. Another way para makatulong sa mga mahal sa buhay na nasa malayo, if kaya naman ang budget, is to invest on these essential devices and supplements. Nung nagsastart pa lang yung covid and I did my own research because I was very paranoid for my family and for myself. I knew that getting them a digital thermometer and oximeter will be very essential. Kaya meron na sila nun sa bahay. ng sinabi ng doctor na, they need to constantly monitor their temperature and their oxygen level hindi na nila kailangan na umorder pa sa Lazada or Shopee at maghintay ng tatlo or apat na araw para dumating to. or hindi na nila kailangan mga problema. Sino bang lalaba? Sinong bibili? Saan, saan bibile At saan maghahanap? Kasi meron ng nakaredy sa bahay. May multivitamins, vitamin C supplements na din sila even before the pandemic. Kaya merong konting laban yung katawan. Kasi vitamin C lalo pinapataas niya, pinapalakas niya yung immune system. So for me, if there are three major essential things you would like to give your family at this time of the pandemic, kung may budget is yung digital thermometer, oximeter, and vitamins. Napakalaking tulong sa peace of mind yung hindi ka nang huhula kung may lagnat ba or walang lagnat, or kung kulang ba sa oxygen, or hinihinga lang, or baka panic attack. Samahan yun na ng manometer or yung blood pressure monitor kung may, merong may high blood sa bahay. For me, those are the really essential life-saving devices. Well, it will not save your life, but kung ano yung measure nila, yun yung magiging indicator kung kailangan nyo ba ng tulong or hindi. So, yan yung masasabi kung mga bagay na instead na mag-invest tayo sa bagong cell phone or new gadgets, devices. Ito yung mga health devices na very, very essential ngayon. Digital thermometer, oximeter, and vitamins, or if you have extra more, yung mga BP, blood pressure monitor. Another thing that we can do is to get vaccinated and push for our families to be vaccinated as well. Naking pasasalamat ko na lang din at fully vaccinated sila sa bahay. Hindi na mahalaga kung anong brand pa kasi research and data in hospitals show that people who are vaccinated regardless of brands have greater survival and recovery rate compared to those without vaccines. Tama, totoo, hindi siya assurance. Pwede ka pa rin ulit at pwede ka pa maging carrier. But, think of it as an extra armor extra weapon, extra lifeline in fighting this war against COVID. So 50%, 60% fight, 70% fight is better than 0%. So please, please get vaccinated. Lastly is to keep on practicing safety precautions at home. Kahit atlo silang positive, it still matters na they wear masks, do social distancing whenever possible, and disinfect everything. Kasi, kung hindi sila mask and they just keep spreading the virus among themselves, mas tatagal yung recovery period nila. Kaya ayun, being positive together doesn't mean that they can just be at ease, na parang walang COVID sa bahay. Kasi anyway, diba? Ang rational nyan, lahat naman tayo may COVID, so bakit pa tayong mask They still need to wear masks, they still need to practice safety precautions para bumilis yung recovery nila and to stop spreading the virus. It's still very, very essential. If you're wondering, kumusta naman na? So, at the time of this recording, this is the eighth day that they are in isolation. Um, They've had different symptoms. Maliban sa nabanggit ko earlier, nagkaroon ng pagkawala ng panlasa at pangamoy. Si dad, konting ubo na lang daw. Uh, Yun ang major priority namin ngayon, yung mawala, gumaling siya sa ubo, dahil iniiwasan na magkaroon ng pneumonia. Wala na rin silang lagnat, which is very good, pero may extreme fatigue, kaya alalay lang. Andun pa rin yung worries and fears tuloy pa din yung laban na malampasan namin lahat to and ayun tuloy ang buhay but again I've chosen this to be the topic of my sharing for this episode because I feel like there might be people out there who could relate and sana makatulong I'd also like to take this time na magpasalamat sa mga taong tumulong sa amin To all the first respondents, nung first day palang lang na nagkalagnat si dad, thankful for relatives and friends who offered their help. Doctora Joyce and Doctora April for constantly monitoring my family. Thank you so much. Thankful for the people in our community who reached out, those who came, called, and sent messages and told us we can count on them just in case we need anything. Thankful for the people at work, who saw beyond my tough exterior, who saw behind my teacher-leader warrior mask and gave me the break that I need to sort things out. Thankful for friends who are checking in our overall state of being nowadays, giving objective support and helpful information so that we can have an action plan for the family. I am very thankful for my family, from the smallest, Leah, to the grandest. To my dad and my mom for being so courageous, kaya natin to. Thankful for the one who sustains us all, who is there since the beginning of time, providing us all the grace that we need. The one who picks us up when no one is around. Sending healing energy, light and love to my family, to everyone, especially to those who are sick, those who are struggling at this time. And thankful for all of you listeners for spending your time with me today. Keep safe. Hangout with Jirlene will be a weekly podcast released every Thursday. Episodes will be a mixture of Filipino and English languages, and who knows, maybe more. This podcast represents my own opinion and my guests in the episodes. The content is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as professional advice unless otherwise stated. Thanks for being there.